Hello, hello, everyone. Good to see, hear you, be with you, whatever it is. Hope you're having a great day. My name is Alec, and I'm the host of this little podcast here that we're doing today. And today, once again, we are chatting with some of the amazing speakers that are going to be coming your way this June with some really cool talks. Today, I'm lucky to be joined by Jess Greco, who's the Director of Product Experience Design at a company called MasterCard. You may have heard of it. Jess, how you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's our pleasure. Um, I would. Uh, you're giving a really interesting talk coming up at DesignConf, all about growth and maturity and all that good stuff. But before we get into that, I would love to know a little bit about your growth and your path to where you are today. So to, where does this story start for you in terms of being the design leader that you are today? Sure. So, so the funny thing is that me telling you about my background is also kind of launching into what I'm going to be talking about. Cool. T- take it away. <laughs> I, I have one of, the, you know, I'm one of those people that's been in the field for a bit. I started during the financial crisis of 2008. Good times. Uh, so it's been a minute. I know it was really great. We lost a lot of people who went into other fields because there were there was an absence of jobs. I just had finished my master's and gotten into the right field. But, you know, it takes a while to get settled in your career. The field of design is so broad and so much broader than it was back then even. Uh, there's so many ways to go. There's product design, there's service design, there's content design, there's motion design, there's brand. I could go on. There's research. Like We could just keep going. This, this whole podcast could just be one long list. Um, and, and, you know, I, I've tested out a lot of, I've tried out a lot of things and, you know, how, how do you progress your career? Realistically, I'm a woman in leadership and, you know, there's that, I guess, survey from a few years ago, 11% of leaders are women, but half of us in the field are women. Hmm. So women are not progressing, you know, never mind even people of color, like they're also not progressing at the same rate. It's not proportional necessarily. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's not realistic that we can rely on our our managers and our design leaders to cultivate our growth. There's too many of us now. The field is massive. So we ultimately have to take that responsibility onto ourselves and figure out, you know, how do I do more of what I want to be doing and less of what I don't? And it's not just a, how do I get promoted? How do I make more things more efficiently? Those are lovely if that's really what, you know, makes your heart be faster. But there are lots of ways to go. I, I've done curriculum design and instructional design, and I've taught. And those have been great things for making me a better speaker and a better listener. I've been a product designer. I've been a researcher. <laughs> you know, I, I've done a lot of different things. And ultimately, it's a question of doing that inner work to recognize like what's really working for you. And also, what are people responding to? Mm-hmm. You know, I, I could just stay a product designer And that would have been fine, but ultimately I wasn't getting the opportunities that I wanted. Mm -hmm. It was always, oh, that's someone else's. Oh, I'm putting so-and-so on this special project. Oh, you know, we keep these parts of the product design group separate. I just found that really disheartening, demoralizing, and I I didn't want to play that game. Yeah. So it was really like, how can I drive more impact at, at, at a different scale in a different way? And and that meant kind of going zigzagging around. It's interesting the way you kind of frame it. It's less about promotions and more about doing more of what you want to do and less of what you don't. It's mm-hmm. not really the way that we typically think of kind of growth, right? You know, it's, it's supposed to I go know. up, right? Well, that- it, is it though? Is it? 
So it, it can go that way, right? but it doesn't have to. Right. And timing is the magic of it. We want to make sure that we're prepared for the responsibilities that we have by the time we get there. Yeah. So if you're promoted too soon, you know, whatever that means, if you're promoted very quickly, let's say that, do you necessarily have the social, emotional leadership skills to handle it? Even in just a principal designer role as an I- IC, mm-hmm. you still need those skills. <laughs> Yeah, you're just not officially a people manager. You're still, you know, influencing people. Yeah. Uh, so, so what I've been been doing over the years, it it looks very zigzaggy and weird, and honestly, it's a pain in the ass during interviews <laughs> to explain to people. <laughs> but at the same time, it has rounded me in a different way as a leader, and it makes me more able to influence at a different level because I, I have that mix. So, tell me a bit about why do you think we naturally kind of latch on to whatever plans our manager has for us when it comes to personal or when it comes to our growth? So I've never had a manager that had a lot of plans for me, truthfully. Um, (laughs) And, and, you know, I've had those conversations and we've developed those plans together and those are pretty good because then you're kind of planning together. But if your manager is coming to you with a plan for you without listening, without a conversation, Mm -hmm. they're just looking to move their Lego pieces around potentially. checking boxes. Yeah, and or or they're trying to turn you into like, you know, well, I need someone who can do this. So I'm going to make sure, you know, the, the person I have, I'm going to train them. I don't know that that level of training is really given to managers. I've never received that level of training as a manager. Nobody I know has ever received that level of training. Like, if you want to cultivate people, that's hard. There's a reason people avoid hiring very junior people because you, that's work for the manager, right? right? Yeah. And And it's not right. It's not great doesn't do anything good for our field. It's just the reality. There's so much more emotional labor involved in cultivating people at that level. And, you know, just because your manager is saying, oh, I want you to do this, it should be more of a conversation. Mm -hmm. Why are you looking for this? You know, I would like to go in this direction. It's also great because maybe there are things that you're, you're not realizing you do really well. Your manager maybe noticed, oh, you know, Alex is really great in meetings with clients. I really want to have him do more uh, on the you know presentation and the influencing front. Mm-hmm. There could be something there that's not getting articulated on the positive side. So, you know, what's really interesting is what of your skills resonates with others. Like my research work and my curriculum design work really resonates with people. And the design work, that's like a bonus almost. When in fact, I think of myself as as a designer with those two as like secondary competencies. So it's kind of like a multifaceted way of looking at growth, right? There's this, it seems like there's inputs from a bunch of different directions, Mm -hmm. but it seems, it seems like based off what you're saying, it really does need to be led by you. There's no one that can lead it for you. It has to. Otherwise, well, here's the thing. You can either craft the path you want, or you can have it crafted for you. And you may or may not like where you end up. You know, we're talking all about the inputs, but what about the outputs? I don't know if you've noticed, but after about 20 years or so, everyone in this field has a wildly different career path. Mm -hmm. Uh, All all of our very, very senior, very experienced design, you know, luminaries in the field, they all have wildly different jobs at this point. Mm -hmm. You could go so many different directions. So you have to be thinking about the outputs too. You know, if there's another role that you're, you're being asked to take on that fit, you know, just because you can do it doesn't mean you should. Right. What's next? What's next for me after that role? What's the role after the role, right? How does this fit my my big picture for what I like doing? 
And it, you know, sometimes there are jobs that don't exist yet. Sometimes there are roles that you can carve out for yourself that didn't exist before. I'm in a role now where I'm definitely leading on a product, but I'm also crafting our learning and development for our guild, which sits across our entire design org. That's a much larger impact than I would have just working on products. So this is this is neat. You know, your talk's going to dig into a whole bunch of stuff around how to take control of your own growth. Maybe there's something that we can pull on here that doesn't give too much away. Do you have any perspective on when and how frequently we should be thinking about talking about these types of things to be able to take a more of an active role and more control over your own path? I think it's always good to check in at minimum every year. If you have a big life transition, you should be checking in then early and often. <laughs> like I had kids last year, twins. And wow. I know. Good luck. I thank you. Oh my uh, goodness. I appreciate that. And you know, I've been really considering it on a quarterly basis because stuff's changing so fast. I think annually is fine. If you really want to though, like if you're feeling weird about something at work, maybe write it down. Look for trends over time. Do a little research on yourself. Mm-hmm. It's just something that you should be aware of and constantly thinking about like, what of these things gives me energy? What of these things is exhausting and frustrating? Because it's the work will be there. Someone will want to do it. But how do you find the work that you enjoy doing the most? That's neat. Where do you hope people end? Uh, once your talk is done, they've taken it all in. What do you hope people are going to do differently? Where do you hope they end up? I hope that they can approach thinking about their careers in a, a more open-ended way. There are so many things out there that need designs help. It's not just designing the products. It's not just designing the layouts, the brands. They're lovely and important, but designing our orgs, designing how people work together, that layer of org design, uh, designing how people learn. There's lots of things that we could be doing. I think we need to just think about what would I like to try? Are there new skills I'd like to build You know, in a, in a low pressure way? Because you're going to get where you want to get. There's enough jobs, there's enough goodness out there in the field that there's room for everybody at the table. It's just a question of what's going to build you up into the leader you want to be. And it, it might be that you need, you need more time to be like fully baked, right? Communication skills, they're not built overnight. Interpersonal skills, they don't just come down from the heavens. The design part is easy, <laughs> comparatively. Yeah, I mean, it's it seems. I'm just thinking about this now. Like the the skills that really differentiate, you know, the a lot of the senior talent from folks that are earlier on. It's it's not so much the craft skills. It's you know, like you said, it's the quote unquote soft skills. You know, how you work with others, how you communicate with others, how you play nice. You know, <laughs> it's like being a good operator. Uh, like it's not just playing nice. It's like who? Do, how do? How have I gotten the buy-in from the people I need to get? Have I mm-hmm. spoken to the people so that they feel interested in, in what we're doing? And, and it's a thing that that's easy for them to say yes to. Like, yes, I, I want to move forward with that in the org. People get nervous. They want to cover their behinds. I can completely understand that. But at the same <laughs> time, you also have to know when to, to kind of be a little more direct and like, this is not a good idea for these reasons. This is what is likely to happen if we proceed. Why don't we try this other thing? There's a lot of value in being known as someone who's willing to speak that truth in corporate America or the world. You just have to know when. Yeah, that's really neat. Well, there's a lot of food for thought. Leave me with this one final thing. What do you think is one, something that comes to mind regarding professional growth that you think is very 
prevalent in terms of like a point of view or an opinion that you think is completely backwards, or maybe you think the opposite of that is true. Is there anything that comes to mind? I think there's so much emphasis on being a maker and shooting ourselves in the feet when it comes to our long-term career progress by not building other skills. Boom. There you go. This wisdom and much, much more coming your way via Jess Greco at DesignConf22. Jess, thanks so much for joining me today. Uh, This is an awesome little preview of your, your story and your talk, and I'm really looking forward to learning with you. Thanks for having me. Folks, if you want to join Jess and many other wonderful people at DesignConf in New York City, you can do so by heading over to designconf22.joinlearners.com. There's two ways to participate. First, you can grab an in-person ticket. Uh, There's only a limited number of those available. There's only a couple hundred of them, so grab one today. Or here's another interesting one. If you would prefer to watch and take it all in from the comfort of your own home, remote viewing is free. That's right. You can get a free online ticket no cost, no credit card required. Uh, head over to the same URL, designconf22.joinlearners.com to register. And in any case, we will see you there. Thanks for listening in and we'll see you next time. Take care, everyone.